It is. Look at Talk. Brand new episode starts right now. Welcome one. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Look at Talk podcast. Happy Women's History Month. It is your man, Victor. I'm the host of that Look at Talk podcast. Coming to you live from Orlando, Florida, right here at the Studio Max in Orlando, right by the, all the theme parks and stuff. But today, my guest is joining me from Nashville, Tennessee. She's the host of the Gangsta Sweet Podcast. It's Yancia. How you doing, Yancia? Hey, I'm doing good. How you guys? Yes. Um, she had. I was on her podcast earlier this year, and now she gets to be on Liquor Talk. Yes. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to join y'all. Yes. Thank you for coming through. Thanks for blessing the Liquor Talk with your presence. So, how's things been going for you since last time we spoke? Oh, it's. It's been going, you know, life, just life. It's been, it's been going pretty, it's been going pretty good. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad life has been going pretty good for yeah. you. So why don't you tell people about your platform, the Gangsta Sweet Talk podcast? Um, my, the name of my podcast is the Gangsta Sweet Talk podcast. And my podcast is really based on, um, on mental health. I'm just uplifting my peers and um, growing with my peers. All that good stuff. So, what made you get started within the podcast? Within podcasts, with the podcast. Um, but I really like to talk. I like to talk, and then um, a lot of people be asking me for advice just on on the regular, um, like how I get through life and how I like manage to raise five kids and stuff. So, I just wanted to to start a platform with basically just talking about everyday life challenges and accomplishments and all that good stuff. My dad hit that correctly. A mother of five kids, and you found time to podcast. <laughs> How the yeah. hell? Did you do that? Sometimes I feel like it ain't even enough hours in the day for me. It's not enough hours in the day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, so I have no kids, but you got five kids, and you got found time to podcast. Wow, more power <laughs> to you. Thank you. That 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 that's amazing. That's um. That's a kudos to itself because I know people that they will have a kid and it seems like all, all their dreams and everything, their life ambitions, it just stops. They just all dedicate towards providing for the kid, which is, I agree, but I know people that can provide for the kid, but still have a life. Yes, most definitely. You, yes, you better have a life. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Like, even though I waited like later on in life to chase my dreams, um, I help like I let my kids chase their dreams first, and then I, you know, and then I start chasing my dreams after. Yeah, yeah, you got to, you know. Okay. Yeah. But um, but wow. So how is the oldest kid? Oh, um, my oldest kid is twelve. He'll be thirteen next month. Oh wow! Well, happy early birthday to your kid. And stuff, <laughs> Thank so. you. So. So, um, so how do you? So how does one do it? How do you like find the time to even um record? Do you have to just log to shut them up, or just have to duck duck off, or how do you do it? Um, one thing I like about podcasting is like it's just it's, you can't do nothing but be yourself, like be you, be authentic. So, if my kids talking in the background or whatever, I I let them like as long as I'm getting the message out, I really don't too much care. But. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't really too much just tell them to be quiet unless it's like, you know, like a, a, a interview with somebody else. But if I'm on my own podcast or whatnot, like I just pretty much just let them be them 
you know. That's real. That's real. Yeah. So what do you now? What do you say to um? Now let's talk about podcasting. Now, what's something you wish you would have known about podcasting before you got started? Oh, what is something I wish I would have known? Oh, I don't, I don't really too much. No, I, I podcasting is just your own flow. So <laughs> I don't know, but like being consistent too with this, like your yo um. I wish I would have known that I had to like stay consistent because like when I go missing and take my breaks and stuff. Your audience don't like that type of stuff. Yeah, I I think, and sometimes I understand that, but sometimes you just gotta say, you just gotta just your audience. The real ones understand. I'll put it like that. The real ones they understand. The ones that kind of get mad with you for not being consistent, the ones that under they understand. The real ones will understand that sometimes we need a break from all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because even when I take breaks and people don't trip on me, but they already know. But so people don't be tripping when 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 you ain't come out with an episode in like two weeks or something like that. They'll be like, Where you at? They don't be wondering where you at, what you doing, why you ain't podcasting. No, the real the real ones know. And sometimes I know sometimes for me, if I haven't dropped an episode on this platform. I done made an appearance on someone else's platform. So so sometimes that's how I can manage to offset it. Like, hey, if you're looking for, I'm not, I haven't dropped one yet. So, but you can hear me out on this episode over here. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I kind of managed to <laughs> offset it now. Yeah. Now, let's get to one of your latest clips where you talk about dating. Like, I can't even imagine, like, dating with, um, Dating with, dating with kids because I see so many clips of people that do it wrong and stuff. So, but following up, and I was watching, I definitely agree with you and stuff. And I and I like the fact that you took the liberty to be like, I'm putting myself and my kids first, and that's what you have to do, you know. So, yeah. so what are some things you want to follow up? Some points that you may have people may have missed on that episode. Um, I just I just encourage people to just like. Just be patient and don't rush it. Like if somebody who if if it's somebody who really, really care about you or really, really know you, like or trying to get to know you, they'll understand like what, what you're trying to do in life. Like, um, I just I don't know, I just encourage people to just don't rush it. Just just go with the flow. Like some people be trying to rush the dating phase. Like it's a lot of men that be wanting to rush and get you off the market and stuff like that. And I just feel like um it takes a long time to even get to know someone. So you know like it it takes years and sometimes even years you still don't even know that person. So I just I don't like to rush things. Um I have learned to be patient. Yeah. So yeah. I- I definitely feel you on that. And also I feel like the pandemic exposed a lot of couples who rush things because yeah. when you when you have nothing to do and you're just everything's just shut down and you're just stuck in the house with this person, you realize you don't know this motherfucker. And I'm like, damn. And that's when I was looking at it and I saw a lot of people breaking up over the pandemic and stuff. So I was like, damn, damn, damn. Yes, and then when when you start rushing things, that's how I feel like it just automatically just fail. Like, you know what I mean? Some people be like, um, some people, some women be like, a, a dude should should um 
to know if he want to marry me within like six months. Like, why would a dude know who, you know what I mean? Why would a dude want to rush and marry you within six months of dating? Like dating, I mean, marriage is like a, a long commitment. Like, yeah, I don't like, think I don't think women should pressure men to like put a ring on their finger. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> finally a woman with sense. That that's a blessing. Finally, hearing that from a beautiful woman with sense. Finally, Thank you, you know, Thank it, you. it's like six months. I think we should probably be establishing a relationship. Yeah, but yeah. to say I'm gonna marry you and spend the rest of my life with you in six months. That's no. crazy. Now, some people have done it now. Some people have done it. More power to you, but, you know, you just got to go with the feelings, though. And what I need people to understand about this thing is what may work for someone else may not necessarily work for you. Right. And I right. wish a lot of people would stop looking at social media for the barometers on the dating and stuff because the real cu happy couples, I guarantee you, they ain't even posting. They ain't even talking about what they see on social media. No. Society got everything just like just so discombobulated like nowadays. So everybody just want to rush everything, rush this, rush marriage, rush this. Everybody just want to rush everything. And I, patience. One thing about life is patience is the key in life. Like you got to be patient with anything because what's for you is gonna be for you. And if you rush it, it ain't, it ain't for you. Yes, yes, trust me. I've learned that the hard way too, because sometimes you've over the years you rush somebody getting into somebody and stuff. And the first sign of conflict, this first the first sign of adversity will show you that hey, you rushed for the wrong person because the, the adversity can show you whether or not somebody likes you or not. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like it's easy to be cool with someone when everything is going good. How do you feel when things are not going good? And that first sign of adversity, I realized that, okay, I may have really rushed things with this person. But sometimes I feel like people rush things because they just get tired of being in the dating pool. And they get tired of this, whatever situation they're going through. And they just think sometimes maybe this person can be the end all, can be the answer to their questions when necessarily that's not the, what, that's not the case. Right. And then if, 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 if you feel like that, then it's just you you putting pressure already on somebody in the dating phase, and pressure runs people off. Eventually, you know what I mean? Too much pressure eventually runs somebody off. Yes, yes. Too much pressure will definitely drive somebody else into, some, into another person's arms, which <laughs> brings in the side people. Which yeah. Another thing I noticed about this generation is like, so many people would rather be the side person than be the main person. Yes. That's crazy, ain't it? That's, that's so crazy. But sometimes, sometimes I feel like being a side person is like, it's kind of peaceful. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of peaceful. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I agree with you. Sometimes it's kind of peaceful, but then, but you have that moment of, the only thing about being a side person is, you can only deal with the person on their terms. Like, so if you needed something, you can't call on them. No. Yeah, and it's like, and a lot of side people, I feel, I don't even feel bad for them anymore. Because some side people don't even know their role and stuff. That's why on Valentine's Day, on certain couples' days and stuff, they getting all mad and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know your role. You got to know your role. You got to run with it. Yeah. 
You shouldn't be. You shouldn't even be mad either on Valentine's Day. I don't even. I don't even worry about stuff like that. Like, not saying that I'm a sad person, but I don't even. I don't even worry about none of that type of stuff. I feel like if you got family and kids and stuff, shoot, that should be your Valentine's right there. Like, mm-hmm. them the people who need your love. Them the people who give you unconditional love right there. Unless you just like married or something like that, then that's a whole different story. Yes, it's definitely a whole different story in case you're married and stuff. Yeah. Then you go ahead and spoil the person. Now, I saw this clip on TikTok. Now, you're you're somebody with kids. Would you expect for a man to pay for your kids' dinner if if you're out with them? Like, because I saw the clip of this woman. Um, they're out together. They bought the they bought the clothes. They're closed down. And the the lady, she was like, um, can you order two steaks and two and some potatoes for my kids? And she looking at the man like, oh, you're gonna pay for this. And he's like, no, I'm not. So, what is your take on that? My thing is another thing that's pressure. Like the man's kids for one. You know what I mean? And then for two, he's dating you, not dating the kids. I, I always feel like, um, I always, like, when I'm in a dating phase, I don't even want, I don't even want a guy to even worry about my kids. Like, that'll come along the way. Like, right now, I just want you to focus and get to know me right now. Like, you got to get to know me first in order to get to know my kids. Yeah. You, you shouldn't pressure a guy to sit right there and, and buy your kids no food, no clothes, or not even, I don't even think that you shouldn't pressure a guy to, to, to do all of that. It's like, it should be a a privilege to even, you know what I mean? To meet your kids and stuff like that. But when you dating, no, no, I, I, I don't agree with that type of stuff. I'm glad you don't um, because no. a lot of people, they were like, oh yeah, that'd be major kudos to you if you could get the babysitter. I'm like, no. babysitter or pay for the kids, like, why no. is that yo, why is that the my responsibility? I didn't make the baby with you. Come and where's the kids father at? It's gonna run them off already. That's crazy. You already finna run them off. Yeah, and then, and I'm and that's why I'm like that's why when some people say, Oh, the dating pool's in trash, I'm like, Well, did you run them off or is the dating pool just trash? Yeah, you ran you ran them straight on off mentioning them mentioning them kids because I know for a fact he knows that you have kids, but you know, he's trying to get to know you first. You know what I mean? Yes. You have to get to know the person first before the kids. And I need <laughs> I need people to realize that you can't be just coming right out the gate with um oh my kids. Cause I remember a couple times I had a woman tell me straight up, Oh, I'd love to get to know you and but my kids need to be involved. I'm like So you want, you want not to get to know me first before you talk to me about the kids. So you want you so you want so you want me to just I don't I don't be getting that. So you just you just automatically want to do just step in and take take over the the real dad's responsibility like make it make sense. Yeah, it don't, and that and that's what will drive a lot of men away. Like, hey, listen, you need to try to put the pressure on us to be there for your kids when we don't even know you, and we don't even know what you bring to the table, and we don't even know if you're gonna even be an asset to our lives and not just a liability because. We need assets and people to help us out with our dreams and visions, not some, oh, let's check up and you know, take care of my kids. Period. And as a mother, if we on a date eating, if me and you out eating, you know, why haven't the kids already ate? Like, make it make sense. If you out on a date eating. Hello. 
Hello, get them right, get them right. Like, like, and I and I saw that clip. I saw, I saw that clip, and Buddy had some patience because if it was me, I would just walked off. I would said, okay, okay. You said you want to do that, you can go ahead and pay for this date too. I, I would just walked off, you know. Yeah, that, that check on you, you can pay for your own meal, and and that's another thing too that I don't like either. Like women, went like some women. I ain't gonna say a lot of women. Like they really feel like in the dating phase that. The guys is obligated to just give money, pay for everything up front and all of that. Like show a show a guy that you can hold your own. Like when y'all go out to eat or whatever, it don't matter who invited who out to eat. Shit. You you be the one that you can pay for the meal or you can pay for your own meal. I'll pay for your own meal. Like you gotta show a guy first and foremost that you can hold your own first. Mm. That's that's how I feel. Like I didn't been on a date since something. Let me pay for my own meal. You know what I mean? Like or I even pay for our meal. You gotta be able to show a guy that you can hold your your own. Like you can't be forcing guys to to give money, pay rent, all of this shit in in a dating phase. Like we're dating, we're not. We don't. We not. We don't have ties yet. Yes, you are a real one. You are speaking the real. It's like a lot of women on these. Uh, I've heard a lot of women talking on different podcast platforms. I can tell you, I think they'd be scared of you, you know, because you you sitting there real right now. Not scared of me. <laughs> no, because a lot of I've I've sat in on a lot of conversations, and I just were so I just was I was sit back and observing how passionate some of these women are. Like, oh, I'm not paying for this. I ain't paying for nothing. I ain't doing yeah. this. I ain't doing that. Y'all have all this passion for what you ain't gonna do. Yeah. But then you'll look up and still be single, and I'm like, but you're still crying about. Oh, the dating pool trash and this and that, make it make and, sense. And you are, and you already didn't fail. Like he, a guy already looking at you sideways when he got to come in and pick up some slack. Like I got to pay your bills and all of this type of stuff. Like it, it that type of stuff just don't make sense to me. Your bills should already be paid. You know what I mean? And you should already be prepared to pay for your own food. But like, what if, what if y'all getting, the, what if y'all sitting at the table? And you say something that he don't like and he leave you something. You, you know what I mean? He just walk out from the table. You should already be able to pay for your own food and all that type of stuff. That's, that's just how I look at it. It's, and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and, I, and I have to agree with that. I definitely agree with that. It's just, you know, people just don't have them same mindsets. And I really think people got to have those tough questions even before going out with somebody. Like, you got to have those questions. You got to have the conversations even before you go out with them, and I'm and I, I realize not a lot of people are doing that. No, we just going out and and just going out doing stuff. It ain't even no boundaries set or, or nothing like. Yeah, it, it don't it don't make sense. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, this is liquor talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Remember, don't trust a bartender that don't drink. This is episode 246 of Liquor Talk. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, whether you're tuned in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts at. And shout out to my people tuned in on YouTube. And also shout out to everybody who might be checking, who may have checked me out at PodFest, who's checking out these episodes as well. So tell me, what's your favorite kind of liquor? What's your favorite kind of drink? Whenever you done got the kids all situated and you just want to kick back. Well, I can't even lie to you. I love me some brown liquor. I like me some cognac, Remy Martin, and I like me some Jack Daniels. 
Yes, finally. <laughs> Somebody that likes some dark liquor. You talking. Yeah, yes. that's my favorite. Get the party started. Yes, because I hear I've had a lot of guests they be on, they talking about their tequilas and stuff. I'm like, tequila good and all, but goddamn, is every motherfucker gonna like some damn white liquor? Can we get somebody to like some brown? Yes, the tequila is just woo. We're gonna leave that tequila to the Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got a lot of black influencers who have now to have their tequila brands and stuff. So I'm like, we don't take we taking over now, but yeah. Now you being in Tennessee, have you tried that Uncle Nearest? Because I didn't notice about Jack Daniels that Jack Daniels actually got it from a slave, which I should have known, but you know. I didn't know that. I yeah, didn't... Jack Daniels admitted that um the founder actually got their recipes from slaves, and that's how and the descendants of their family, that's how they came up with Uncle Nearest. And I know Jack Daniels is right there in Tennessee where you're where you were located. Okay, well teach me something. I learned something new today. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't I, I thought you would have known that, you know. No, I no, I did. And as much as I fucking drink out, she didn't know. <laughs> yes, but um, also one time for Tennessee State, we do shout out to HBCUs here, you know, and we do show them love too. So, but yeah, I figured you would have known that you were living in Tennessee. Nah, all I do is drink, I don't even do, I don't even study the drink, I don't know the history behind it. <laughs> yeah, I, I am on uh, drop the history lesson. So, so tell me this. I know people from Tennessee always tell me there's a beef between Nashville and Memphis. Is there a real beef or is it all love or is it nonsense? Um, I want to say it. I'm not. I, I want to say I think it is some beef. But it just, it's just like, it's like, I don't know. It's just weird energy like between Memphis and Nashville. Like I just feel like um, you. You meant you mentioned Memphis and stuff down here. They don't really care for Memphis and that Memphis don't really care for Nashville. But I feel like Nashville is like really underrated because we got a lot of talented people down here. But we don't we get overlooked and look straight. Memphis get looked at before we do. You know what I mean? I feel like now the one reason I will say Memphis be getting looked at a lot is because you be seeing a lot of artists, a lot of musical artists, and a lot of talent be coming out of Memphis, and they they able to go hard from Memphis, but. You don't really hear that much from Nashville. I think only artists, I think one artist I heard of is Young Buck. That's probably the one I knew from um, Nashville. But now you can tell me more from Nashville as well. But you know, yeah, um, Young Buck, Young Buck was the one who put us on the map, though. But ever since Young Buck then fell back, you know, well he coming back out. But ever since he fell back and stuff, I, I feel like we ain't been looked at. But it's a lot of talented people. You got you got ABK Gates, you got Young Stan, you got Lestane. Um, you got um, little my you got Dale, you got a lot of people down here. Um, who else? Triple play squeaky. Um, I can't get name off of all off the back of my hand, but it's a lot of talent. It's a lot of talent down here. Yeah, because I do know I do um know Tennessee for being the country music scene where they got the Grand Old Opry and all that. Nashville being all all the country music. I didn't really know that was a hip hop scene in Nashville. Yeah, most definitely. It's most it's as much as hip hop down here than it is country. But I love me some country, so I like I like 
I like being country. I don't really listen to country music, but I love vibing with the country folks. Like, I like them type of folks. Yeah, <laughs> I be seeing some of the country folks. They be so funny, and also, and I be seeing some brothers who be the, some good, sounding good. I'm like, damn, we, oh, we taking over country too. Oh shit, yeah. If we they they parties downtown seven days a week. Them country folks, like you, you come down here, you party in seven days a week. You go downtown. Oh, it's always live. Oh, Nashville live like that? Yes, it's always live during the day at nighttime. Downtown is always lit. Damn. Mm -hmm. I like, like I said, we all, all from all of all of us night in Tennessee, all we hear about is how Memphis be the most lit spot and stuff, and how they have Bill Street and everything be going down. But I be hearing some bad stuff, like how we do hearing some shootings and stuff going down in Memphis. I guess that's why. When nobody really hears about Nashville. You know, Nashville lost the chain too. We just like I said, we just overlooked. Like, but they get down down here. They don't they don't discriminate. They don't play down here. Mm. So so what's the best place to take someone if you wanna if you wanna show off Nashville? Downtown. So everything's just downtown? Downtown. It's just one big old strip. We got the big old Apple store down there. We got the big old Nike store. We got a lot of restaurants, Ray-Ban store. We got a lot of um, honky-tonks. And, you know, it's, it's a vibe down there. Mm. It's, a, it's a vibe. It's real pretty. And it's, it's real nice. They got the riverfront down there. And it's real nice down there. Mm. Yeah, I, I bet it sounds real nice. The only part of Tennessee I've ever been to is Chattanooga. And that was just... For the mountains in the aquarium back when I was very young. Um, I had a mother that liked to travel and she just happened to find Chattanooga. I said, mm, Thank you, but but I, I do want to visit Nashville, I do definitely want to visit Memphis and stuff, you know. So, oh, yeah, you got you have to visit, you have to come visit. I take I'm gonna take you around and, and let you see how we party because we party seven days a week. <laughs> you don't think you wouldn't think. You would think these folks don't have no job, baby. They parties and go straight to work. So wait, they go, they party and go straight to work. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Like seven days a week, you would be like, these folks can't be going to work. Damn, you making it sound like it's Las Vegas. Man, it's it's nice. It's a vibe. They real nice too downtown too. Yeah, we'll definitely have to talk talk this out and t check this out. But <laughs> but moving on, I saw that um a popular rapper mentioned that him and a woman broke up because that woman was always in her phone and and from the break of dawn from the time they wake up and they, they're not really catering to what they need. So, what do you think about people that are always into their technology when they're with somebody instead of being with that person? Um, it, it depends though, cause some people get paid off off their phone. Like it, it depends. Like if you're not making no money, then that's a whole different story. But a lot of people get paid to drop content, and a lot of people have to use their phones and all types of stuff. I know I was, I had a guy who didn't like me always in my phone, but at the time, I was like selling merchandise and stuff like through Facebook. I had to promote myself and stuff like that. So like, why wouldn't I like? not be in my phone and not trying to make this sale for a shirt or whatever the case, whatever I was selling. I don't understand that all the phone thing. 
Like, yeah, I think I think what what the person was tripping about was let's let's say the they was they slept over and then at the start of the day when they first wake up they're on their phone they're not really spending time with that person. I think that's where that person started tripping. Yeah, it it just it depends because I'm I'm waking up and I'm checking my phone. Yeah, I think we all. I'm like, I think we all do that. Yeah, you, 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 we you, all your do phone that. is in the bed with you. Like, make makes sense. I, it's like now, if I'm with somebody, I, I may glance at my phone for a quick second and then I'll roll over and look, check them out. You know, yeah. get attention. You know, nine times out of ten, you probably still sleep anyways. Mm-hmm. The hell, like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting up. I'm checking my phone, and I feel like the people. Who, Let's you that shouldn't be no problem. Like, like it's a phone, <laughs> yes. I, and I don't get it. Like, why people will make more of it than what it is because yeah. the point where you're gonna break up with somebody because you don't like the fact that they're just always in their phone instead of giving you attention. Like, yeah. I mean, y'all like, gotta are you, are you, are you a child? Like, damn, <laughs> how you think I met you? My phone, like. <laughs> I feel like you gotta work it out, and you gotta find a where it says a balance to where you like. Because I really feel like if it's a person you really like, you'll you'll make it. You'll find a way to make it work instead yeah. of being out here making it, breaking it up. Because that's the problem with today's generation too. And nothing is they're so quick to break up instead of trying to make things work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if the phone is really that much of an issue, then maybe you need to find somebody else. Is not always. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do need to find somebody else's baby. I'm getting on my phone. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You ain't paying this phone bill. I'm I'm getting on my phone. And I yeah. and I'm gonna give you like they 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 be acting like kids. Yeah, some of them they do be acting they like kids care. and they just don't have the emotional space to deal with someone like that, or I don't I don't know. It's just you, I really feel like you just gotta find that person that they it just the shit just comes natural. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's all it is. And you know. So with that being said, how do you feel do people need to improve this dating scene? Because everybody and their mama for the past couple of years have just been calling the dating pool trash. It got everything in it. It's just trash, just trash. But no one's talking about how do we make it better? And what do you think the first thing that people have to start doing to make the dating pool better? Um, first of all, checking themselves. Like, check yourself. Like, if you feel like the relationship ain't going, you know, <clears throat> you know, if, if you feel like the relationship ain't going how it needs to be going, first let's see what let's work, let's 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 um tell it out. Let's just check ourselves first, like check you. You know what I mean? Maybe you, you know, how can I explain this? Do you get what I'm trying to say though? Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. You need to check yourself. You need to need to figure out what's going on with you to make yeah. sure you're on par before you go checking somebody else. Yeah, and then and, and and then like you know, work on things, you know, start working on stuff like get some counseling or Counsel each other or something. I don't know. Just before, like, trying to say the dating phase is trash. Maybe you be, maybe that you trash. You know what I mean? Like, 
maybe maybe you the problem you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just be different it's just different things like yeah, yeah it I, really don't, be different. I don't know because like I'm, I'm not in a relationship i haven't been in a relationship in a long time Hey, me either. I haven't been with nobody. And like, I don't think I'm been in one in in, in for a, a, a longer longer time. <laughs> no, I feel you. I'm I'm right there with you. To be honest, I'm just like, look, I haven't been out with nobody in a minute, and I'm just like, at this point, I'm just gonna ride out and just focus on the things that bring me joy and stuff, and yeah. just focus on building yeah. myself up before I even before I even show some interest. You know? Yes. 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 I, I definitely agree with you on that. I'm just, I just, it's a lot of stuff I need to work on within myself before I just hop in a relationship and then have to worry about working on my relationship once I get in a relationship because I'm, I'm still not figured out. Like, I still don't got myself figured out. So I can't just hop in a relationship and I'm not, and I don't even really know what I really want right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, and another thing I will say is people need to quit wasting other people's time. If you know damn well you're not ready to deal with somebody, then, or if you don't even just try people, then I guess what I'm trying to say, if you know damn well you're not ready to deal with somebody, then don't deal with somebody. Don't even try to put them in the friend zone because what I've learned over the years, if you put somebody in the friend zone, they ain't never coming out of the friend zone. No, no. Mm-mm. They ain't never, hell, hell would have to freeze over before they bring them out the friend zone. And another thing I will say, people don't realize that the person they may be looking for, they may have friend zoned years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's the memo. Quit friend zoning the ones that aren't toxic for you. Yeah. And then if you know you don't have if you know you don't have enough time in a day to even be dating, then don't even fucking be dating. That's my problem too. Like I'll talk to somebody or whatever, but I don't even have enough time to even, you know what I mean? To even deal with you, like I don't have enough time. It ain't even enough time in the day for me because I don't have the energy or the time to just sit around and be texting, telling you what I got going on all day. You know, I ain't got that type. Of, I ain't got that type of time on hand on me right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand, but that part I can get. But what if somebody's actually trying to plan the dates and stuff? You know. Because I, that's another thing I hear complained about is people will always sell their phone to just laying, trying to text, find somebody to text and stuff instead of someone that's actually out here planning things and stuff. Yeah, it's even with the date, they when you go on a date or something, they be feeling obligated to so much just by going on a date. Then they want your whole weekend, and they want you every weekend and all that type of stuff. Baby, I gotta recharge. Like I probably won't even, I got this bad. I probably won't even talk to you about two, three more weeks later after the date. Like, cause I'll be having to recharge. That shit sucks a lot of energy out of me. Like for real. It, it really do. I don't Man, I really two, three months between dates. Wow. You said what? You said two to three months between the communicating with somebody. No, 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 two, three weeks. Like you oh, probably wait. won't hear from me for a while because I'll be I got so much going on. That's why I'm like, I'm that's why I don't even like dating because I I got too much going on. I, it, and I can't keep up with I can't I can't be consistent with you. You know what I mean? Like you like you want me to be. At least you honest about it. You know yeah. I can I can respect the honesty and your 
you're really <laughs> honest about um, what's going on with you and stuff because you'll have a lot of people out here who aren't honest and are not taking accountability. They'll find a way to just blame the man or yeah. blame, blame something else instead of taking accountability for themselves. So I do respect the hell out of somebody that's sitting here just taking accountability of what's going on. Yeah, and then it 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 be it be some good dudes too though, and you just I just don't be ready. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it be some good it be some good dudes. I done, I done been through so much, you know, with dudes and stuff, but I don't want to like like I'm trying to get myself back together, but it just it just it be crazy. Cause it be some good dudes though. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you, but it just deep down, I'm not ready. I'm trying to like restore myself build myself back up and stuff so i can so i can be ready for in the future that's understood that's that's understood I, mean, I, I don't think i'm gonna be dating time about 40. i mean like in a relationship time about 40. till 40. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you young so that's like like damn you you said yeah i'm i'm 28. Damn, it's going to take you 12 years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. I've been through some things. I'm, like, I'm just trying to get – I, but I, I want to be perfect. Like, I, I know I ain't going to be perfect, but I just – like, I want my head on straight. I want I want the confidence that I need for the next relationship. I want the mindset for the next relationship. All of that. Like, I want to attract what I really want. You know what I mean? I understand, but um, but to punish yourself for that long, I'm like, God damn. That's not punishment. I mean, like, cause I'm saying I'm I'm going through some things. I'm like, damn, I'm sitting here saying like, that'd be nice to like have somebody to spend time with. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like because when we need that human interaction, or I don't, I don't know. That's not that's not punishment. Like I like I told you, I got five kids. You know what I mean? So like, mm-mm. I don't I don't have I don't have the I don't have the energy for another relationship right now because I gotta. I spend a lot of energy like just being a mom and you know doing what I want to do and stuff like that. So I don't really have no energy for no extra person. I got five kids plus me that's six, and then add on another, you know, that's seven. Even though I'm gonna always have my kids, but just when my kids get a little older, you know, I'll be I'll be able to have like more time and be more consistent with my next relationship and stuff like that. Yeah, like I said, I can respect that because, again, it's like you have some women out here that, that have five and six kids. They still out here. They still at the club, still trying to meet people. They still like it's nothing <laughs> as if you don't have all them kids. Yeah, like, uh-uh, baby. I, can't, I don't even – I'll probably go to the club probably like once every blue moon, but, no, I can't be going – I can't do that, go to the club Every freaking weekend, ooh! Shit, don't, don't feel bad. I can't even think the last time I've been to a club, you know, because it's just. I think I told myself I'll go to the clubs or the bars if I'm in a different city now, just to check out their scene. But if I'm here in Florida, the shit got old to me. So, and then I just I be by myself a lot. Like I go take myself out on dates and all types of stuff. I go like I don't even have time for a friendship. You know what I mean? Like. I, I, I can't be a consistent friend right now. Like, I can give you some advice. I can talk to you, whatever. But, like, as far as just talking every day, 
or <clears throat> all that type of stuff. Like, I don't have, to, I don't, I don't have the time or the energy for that right now. Like, I, like that, I've been there, done that already, and that shit is draining. So right now, I'm just trying to just focus, like, on me. Go, I go out, take myself out on dates and stuff, and I just be chilling by myself. Like when I do have some time to myself, when I don't got my kids and stuff. I like to enjoy my own time. You know what I mean? Like, I like to enjoy my own self, like my own energy. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. No, it's, it's crazy. It's not as crazy, but I understand it, you know, because I can relate to a badness. Someone, I can relate to a badness. It's, someone sitting here just saying all day, they feel like all they got to do is just show up and look pretty, you know what I'm no. saying? Because some women have that mindset of, if they if they're going on a date, all they got they think that all they gotta do is just show up and that's it. It's crazy now. Uh um I like when I do get time to myself, I really like to just just be by myself and you know what I mean? Like I know what you mean. It's like and I ain't gonna lie, I've embraced I've embraced my own self. I've embraced the um the doing the self-care, just doing things by yourself, you know. I've I've had I've had to embrace it as well. I've just you know, it got old to me, but I'm like, fuck it. You know, I was just about to get to that. It do sometimes it do get boring, but hey, like some sometimes boring can be good because like so I don't ooh, geez, I don't have time for no drama, no no I don't have time, I don't have the energy for none of that. Like none of that. I don't want to be in a mix of nothing right now. Like, you know, I don't want even like a relationship, you gotta worry about if it stresses you out, you gotta worry about if you're cheating. Text and talking to another girl, then you gotta worry about when you have friendships, you gotta worry about the drama that that stuff come with, and I uh uh I don't have time for that. It's like you're right, you don't have time for it, but you can't allow yourself to worry about it. You just gotta you just gotta go with the flow and just can't but, let it like, Why put myself in in that right? You know what I mean? Why put myself in that mix right now? Like I ain't ready for that. I you know. Growing up, we've been through all that already. You know what I mean. So like, I'm take I'm just taking a break from all of that. Like all of that. Yeah. No, I agree with you because I've taken a I've low key I've kind of just taken a break myself. That's why I've just channeled my energy into other things. So. Mm -hmm. So I yep. so I totally I totally understand where you're coming from. I, I get it, you know. But yeah, sometimes it does get boring. But I know maybe boring could be what's best for us and. I just know for me, I'm just if I'm with somebody, I'll be with somebody. But I'm not gonna sit there and worry about them because I do believe that what's done in the dark will always come to the light. And I also know how to pay attention to how a person's mannerisms change around you because if a person's mannerisms, if their their um, demeanor, energy towards you change, they up to something. So that's all I got to tell myself to look for, you know. Yeah. Instead of yeah. just being worried or oh yeah they doing this so they don't do that, I'm just like if you don't do it, do it. <clears throat> just yeah, don't exactly. just don't be trying to. I don't, I don't even feel like getting crossed right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't even feel like getting crossed. I don't feel like going through none of that right now. I, I can't cross myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely know you can't cross yourself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just okay. gotta love yourself. You know. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. Well, we've done hit minute 43. Remember, the more you drink, the better I sound. I sound a whole lot better when you have some liquor. I don't care what kind of look you have. Better have something in your system for Look at Talk. <laughs> now, I saw this thing 
about how black people were always talking about black people as bosses and stuff. And and I wonder and and I feel bad for my sisters and because I saw a lot of people saying that their worst experiences with a boss was uh, dealing with a black woman. So how does that make you feel like hearing that? Um, it don't it don't make me feel no type of way because it, I I do feel like people don't like like bosses like in a re, what do you mean like in a relationship like or oh like, and and forget about the relationships if you get if you get bossed around a relationship then you in the wrong relationship but as far as corporate America goes as working on a job and stuff because people have said that their worst bosses was somebody black. And also, and I've gone through the interview process of looking for jobs and stuff, and it's always been somebody black giving you a hard time. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, they be the, they, ooh, we, they, I don't know why, but they do be the worst, they do be the worst kind, though. It, it's crazy. It, they do be, and I, like I said, I don't get it, and, and I've seen all these horror stories of somebody black i'm like is somebody black just being a gatekeeper for no reason like what are you being a gatekeeper for yeah like it's it, that it, that gets that's that's bad that's terrible that they even be like that it'd be your it really be your own kind too though like it it really be your own kind and i feel like more so well when they get that privilege to even be a boss they just always look that you know down on us i I don't know, but for some reason to me, like black, like black people just be jealous of one another. You know what I mean? Like, and then when they get that high level, they really, they really even be jealous of the people that's underneath them. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, but sometimes I'm just like, so what is it? Black people feel like just because it was tough for me to get to this point, now I'm going to make it even tougher for the people that's under me. That I, I really don't get that that gatekeeper mindset, you know, like because you might be the boss today, but tomorrow you could be fired. Yes, it's always somebody that's above you. Yeah, it's definitely always somebody above you that's probably watching you and how you treating treating your other people. Because mm-hmm. I even thought about it myself. Like I reflect on all the bosses I've had. I've had some bad experiences with black with my black bosses, and I'm like, you know what? This this don't make no sense. That I remember one job, I'm I would rather work with the old white boss nobody liked than to deal with the black woman everybody liked. I'm like because because sometimes black women they black women as bosses when they out to get you they can be out to get you. Yeah, and they gonna stand on it. They gonna stand on it and they gonna make your life a living hell yeah. if they don't like you. And that's another reason why I don't like even that's that's another reason why a lot of people are becoming their own bosses. Like just because of how how you get treated, like just being underneath somebody. You have to you have to be your own boss, and I definitely agree with that. But even in being your own boss, you gotta watch how you treat others because Yeah, 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 yeah. Because being your own boss, you're going to be out here networking, you're going to be out here trying to make sales, and you're going to be out here trying to sell yourself to other people. So you definitely got to watch how you treat others. Yes, most definitely you do. And, all, and that's that's how you that's how you keep going, too. Like That's how you just be, become successful, how you treat people. That's how you, you get further on in life. 
Because if you if you come in being fake and come in, you know, that it won't last. It ain't gonna last. You come in being mean and all that. Just how the, the bosses be, you know, the black bosses, they be mean and all that. They they, they that shit don't be lasting. They don't be the boss forever. Mm-hmm. And you know what I hate it? Like I remember this one black person was that boss. And then when they got moved to a different position, they'll always be like, hey, V, hey. I'm like, what's happening? I, I'm I'm focused. I'm I'm keeping my I'm moving just I'm one of those people that you can't be two-faced with me. I'm like, because if you did some shit to me, I'm gonna I may not I may not um say I'm hold on to it, but I remember it. So I might not be wanting to give you the cold warm shoulder every time I see you. Yeah. If I see you, I'm I'm going to keep going to where I got to get to. I'm not about to sit here and have long-winded conversations. Like, <clears throat> because I remember this one black lady, she would, she'd be looking at me, hey, well, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm, but you be forgetting I remember how you treated me. Yeah. And I'll just be like, motherfucker, if you don't get the fuck out I, of my face. I, I, I like to kill people with kindness. I don't, you treat me you treat me bad or whatever case. I'm still going to be like, hey, you know, what's what's good? You know, I'm going to speak. I ain't going to hold a too long of a conversation, but I'm going to speak. I like to kid people with kindness. I might be the one to speak first. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I understand that. No, I get it. I, I get um, yeah. treating people with kindness, but that be, you be have your days where you're like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> we all had them days where I'm like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. No, no, no. You're right about that because I'll be like, Sometimes one time I did have to tell somebody because like they knew they was wrong, they did something so wrong, and they spoke every day. I said, "Why do you keep speaking to me?" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like you 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 just don't get it. Like you know I don't fuck with you. That means yeah. that means speak continue to speak to me. You're like, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't. But what's your advice to people who got to deal with black bosses and their bosses are just horrible? The best advice I can give is to just pay it no mind. If you if you got a boss that's, that's horrible, just get the check and save the check and become your own boss or something. I, you feel me? That's how I feel about it. Like, you... Yeah. And, and kill them with kindness, though. Kill them with kindness. I know it's hard. It's better said than done, but just kill them with kindness. If you know you don't like you, shit, you make them not like you no more. Some more. Keep speaking, and you just keep being. You just keep being real. That's all. Yes, you have to keep being real, and until you get to that point where you can afford to be your own boss, yeah. remember what another company won't do. Another one will do. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to go on them job boards and talk to other companies. Don't yeah. be afraid to interview with other companies, you know. Don't be afraid to be like, okay, I'm just not going to deal with y'all. I'm going to find somewhere else that's paying me more. Or and also sometimes you might need to just take the pay cut for your mental health as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we ain't just be, we just ain't supposed to be putting ourselves just to pay bills, you know. We got to Gotta live life out here. I know everything, the cost of everything is just ridiculous right now, but remember what another company ain't gonna do, another one will. So don't be afraid to break up with them. I know they're gonna talk about the millennials don't stay at jobs. No, you're damn right because we like our peace, goddammit. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta protect you. Protect that peace. 
Yes, you we got that bad energy. That bad energy do wear off. Uh, 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 will wear off on you too, though. Like, oh my god. Yes, especially when you got to deal with them other companies and stuff, and dealing with horrible bosses. And one thing I do remember, like one thing I can say, is like the times that uh, I've had a bad black boss removed. It felt like it was night and day. It felt like the job got a whole lot better to work. I'm like, and I say that, and I'm just like, black people in leadership positions, please do better so we don't have to complain about y'all asses. Yeah, crazy. Because I'm just like, I remember a number of jobs I was at where somebody black got removed from their position of leadership, and the job got a whole lot easier and a whole lot better. Sometimes black people can make things so worse. They can make shit worse than what it already is. Like, it, 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 that, I just don't be understanding that. I don't, I don't be understanding how black just black people just treat each other, though. That never made sense to me. Yes, and I definitely agree. And it never made sense to me either because now you got the other races of people looking at us like we crazy. And then, they, and then the other races... On these jobs, though, do they treat you better, you know, than your own race? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm like, because I remember talking to another, like I said, I remember interviewing with a number of jobs. I, it's not the black, it's not the black employer. They were just telling me, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. But the white, the other races employers, they were like, hey, when can you start? We can start on this day. We can start you on this day. They, they ready to get you in the door. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they just trying to throw some hurdles at you and stuff. Oh, for nothing. Knowing that they need you. Exactly. You and I remember when I'm like, you're sitting here telling me you need me, but you're nitpicking at me. Yes. That's how, how that work? How you no, sitting here telling no, me? If I don't show up, ain't shit gonna get done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These jobs don't realize that, you know? And that's why I need to tell my people out there, like, if another job don't realize that, you just need to carry the hell on and leave the asses right where they at. That's crazy. Show better, you better. If somebody always will treat you better, just like you can go to another job, they definitely will treat you way better. Yes. Sometimes you don't get paid enough to even go through that bullshit. Hell yeah. And I, that's why I be sitting here just saying, I be sitting here saying too, like, y'all don't pay me enough for this shit. But yet they ever say, say, oh, we like you and stuff. I'm like, well, y'all can show me right now because the I know they call me bad right now, but goddamn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, yeah. it it is so crazy. So what you guys saw for the people with your podcast for the remainder of the year? You said what I got what? What you got what you got what you got coming up with your podcast? What you got in store for your people coming up? Um, I just got some more more good topics and episodes and stuff like that. I got some more give I got giveaways to give away this year and all that good stuff like oh what you giving away? Oh I love to give away shoes. I I gave away about five pairs of shoes last year on my podcast. Damn what you were giving people shoes? Yes. Wow I'm a I'm a shoe freak so I like to I love when like when my audience just show me love and stuff like that. So like I always try to Make sure I give back. I gave away cash um last year. I gave away tickets to a men's show and I gave away um I gave away like five pairs of shoes throughout the year though. 
Damn, you yeah. you, you really got love for your subscribers and stuff. You yes, really definitely like, with you. I'm they like they people just don't realize that like the podcast and like you you actually growing with your audience, like you know what I mean. So yes, you're definitely um, growing with your audience and yeah. stuff. Hey, maybe. Hey, season six of Look and Talk, I might be starting your voice some stuff too. You never know. Yeah. I might have to. Might just have to. If I'm in y'all city, I might just have to give away some things. So yeah. but, but lastly, gotta get you out of here on this. Now, you have a dope platform, like I said, or you wouldn't be on Look and Talk. But why do people need to subscribe to the Gangster Sweet Talk podcast? Because I am authentic. I am <laughs> I'm real. These I got raw talks and raw vibes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna give you that real shit. All right, all right. I appreciate you <laughs> for coming on Look and Talk, blessing the Look and Talk with your presence. Whenever you're ready for me to come back on and make another appearance on the Gangsta Sweet Talk podcast, you should let me know because I might be in Florida, but I'm just a DM away. That's what's up. Thank you. It's such an honor to be on your platform. So, y'all make sure y'all come join me on the Gangsta Sweet Talk podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We definitely do that. And thank you to listeners out there for tapping in with liquor talk. Keep that liquor pulled up. And remember, don't trust a bartender that don't don't drink. And um, keep pouring up. Keep tapping in, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your episodes at. Until the next time, we out this thing. Good night, y'all. Good night. <laughs>